Okay, everybody, welcome back to the Down for the Count podcast. Today I'm hosting, and I'm your girl Tiffany E. And then I got my girls Alexis and Nicole. Say hi. 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 <laughs> Sorry, that was at the same time. <laughs> okay, so today we got a full itinerary to get through. We promise we're not gonna make it too long. But we want to make sure we covered everything. And so we're going to talk about WWE. We're going to talk about AEW. And we're also going to talk about NXT, some indie stuff. And we're also going to go into depth in more depth with the branding podcast. Kind of come capitalize on what we did last week. So one thing that happened was he burned down the Firefly Funhouse. Uh, Seth burned down the I actually kind of like that. I don't like it, but then I do like it. But there's also, I kind of had a question. So it's kind of like, okay, like, where is the Firefly Funhouse? And then another thing is, it's like, so it means it's like not an actual place because some people theorize that maybe it's like, like an in-between realm or like purgatory or like some other BS. But it's like, okay, he found it. And he's, like, literally, and it also kind of goes into, like, the match, like, Seth, like, Seth, 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 like, really, like, starting to, like, crack. Uh, um, Bleacher Re- Report actually has this great theory that came out that all this is going on, and, and what their theory is, is that Bray thinks this is all going on in his head, hence the whole double thing like when Seth showed up when he goes why are you doing this how did you get here that's like because you know that's like the innocent side of Bray and then there's the the fiend the fiend and like they're trying to make it two different entities so they think that what WWE is trying to say is this is all happening Bray thinks this is happening all in his head and so when Seth went in there it shook him up but I'm like at this point you got drafted to the SmackDown and Seth is still on Raw. Why are you guys still feuding? Because Crown Jewel is happening and they need something else to pull people into Crown Jewel besides Lesnar and Velasquez and um, Team Hogan versus Team Flair. Because Undertaker's not going to Crown Jewel this year. So they need somebody, they need something. But one one thing about Crown Jewel that I don't understand is this, the the Saudis don't mind Finn Balor going there in full demon garb. They don't mind um, Bray Wyatt being there in his getup. But Aleister Black can't go because his tattoos are too sinister. His tattoos are demonic. Finn yeah, Balor literally calls himself the demon. I, so... I I'm not understanding. It's some uh so some of the um some of the tattoos that he has are like too like satanic and demonic in their eyes. So they that's why they don't want him. Alistair wouldn't go anyways, pretty much too, which is also a thing. But um he has like a tattoo of Lilith and Lilith is depending on what incarnation of Lilith that you believe, either you believe that she was basically, like, wrongly accused and um, basically used as, like, a scapegoat for men to be pieces of shit, or do you 
also believe that she was like this like demon whore whatever bitch is is just kind of like how you interpret her so like a lot of like super which is funny there's this movie on hulu called pure and actually deals with like the lore of lilith within um christianity especially like protestant christianity it's very interesting short stick she really yeah so it's just kind of like how it's just kind of like how you interpret it in a sense so yeah well but then really? it's like they're like chopping people's heads off over there, so they ain't got real no room to talk about shit anyway. So it's like, <laughs> I mean, it's not funny. I'm but really it's like no, in, a, in modern culture, it's kind of becoming like Medusa with the the new wave of feminism that's going on because everyone always seems like you know the story of Medusa was she was raped by Poseidon and that she was the one who was punished and Poseidon got off scot free because he was a god. Um, so that's why she was turned into the creature and turned people to stone. But what, you know, you break it down and you look at it now, it's the only people who tried to hurt Medusa were men. So now they're trying to say, now they think the reason she was given that was because if more men, if another man tried to hurt her, he would never be able to lay a hand on her. And then it, it, that's the thing with Lilith now is that people are accepting her as like a, a feminist icon because in Sorry, I don't mean, sorry, I just love Lilith. I love her, her whole mythology. She's just awesome. Um, she was, if you believe what it was said, she was Adam's first wife before Eve. But yes. because Lilith wouldn't submit to Adam and, and do everything he said, because she was, she was like, no, I'm not underneath you. I am your equal. And back then women weren't allowed to say that so she, you know she kind of got kicked out god made eve because he made eve submissive but he also made her stupid hence the whole snake apple and why we got kicked out of paradise but there's also people in, in i think in jewish mythology correct me if i'm wrong somebody but lilith is the mother of monsters when she when she was cast out of the garden of eden or eden yes excuse me Satan got a hold of her and made her a demon. So every demon that walks the earth now is basically a product of Lilith and Satan. Lilith. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, Lilith is the yeah Lilith is the mother of all the demons. Um, and actually in um Shadowhunters, surprisingly, um she is a huge um she's a pretty big character. Um, cause obvious, I don't, so I don't know if, I know you guys don't watch Shadowhunters. If any of our listeners listen, um, know Shadowhunters or know a little bit of the lore, it has to do, because, um, Shadowhunters is very like angels and demons. Cause eight Shadowhunters are, I forgot, I can't think of his, I think it was some, it's something stupid. So the first Shadowhunter was a pure angel. And he made, like, like I don't know, like, he did something, so they started becoming other shadow hunters. So shadow hunters are derived from angels. So, But obviously, and especially, and it goes into, like, more of the book and a story, as time goes on, the line of, in, the angelic line gets more diluted. 
obviously. Right. So, yeah, and then obviously, like, demons are children of Lilith. Like, literally, like, they are Lilith's children. And that's where they got their powers from. So, like, warlocks aren't necessarily evil, but they get their powers from Lilith. It's just, it's a whole thing. Sorry, I just, like, rambled. Sorry, guys, you're gonna have to deal with this. I'm very tired. (laughs) I'm really big into, like, mythology and learning about, like, different people from, you know, different culture stories and all that. So, I don't know why, it's just with Lilith, I was really... Because growing up, I, I actually went to Catholic school, and I knew nothing of Lilith. It wasn't until I got older that I learned about her. And um, they try to, like in Jewish mythology, they say that um, if you don't baptize your children, Lilith will come for them at night and eat them. And they try to paint her like as this horrible person, when in reality, all she was like, she's like, I just want equal rights, dude. Like, she she wouldn't... The whole thing was also is because she wanted the top Adam during sex, and he said no. I think that is the first man, in, straight man in history, that ever said no to a woman being the top. <laughs> so because of that, we got demons. So thank, thanks, Adam, you asshole. <laughs> like, my life's not complicated enough. Now I got to worry about freaking demons. But, um, I think just because of that story that the Saudi Saudi Arabia officials are just like, no, we don't even want to deal with it. But I think also at the same time, they're just fucking idiots. So that's just, that's just my two cents on the deal. Sorry. I'm rambling too. It's fine. (laughs) It sounds right in editing. Don't worry about it. But Let's let's move on to SmackDown. We'll make it fast. SmackDown had matches. The matches were decent. There wasn't really much to report about other than they tried to have an IC match. That didn't work out. Turned into a tactic match. Um, There was a six-pack challenge to determine the number one contender for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Nikki Cross is the number one contender. Um... I was sure it was going to be Lacey or Carmella or even I really wanted Sonya to win, but they picked Nikki. That's so random because it's it's the one thing that makes me mad about them with them. Wiki. Jesus Christ. Um, (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, the thing about them picking Nikki is is also I can't say my name well. If that makes sense when I'm talking about a different person. I don't know if anybody else has that problem. I have that problem. Okay, but okay, I'm going to make a point. Sorry. So the thing about them <laughs> picking Nikki is that, like, she's obviously going to lose. And it's not even going to be, like, an entertaining loss. Could get some type of story where they could have done Carmella and then, mm-hmm. like, and she could have been, like, I'm fighting you because this is not who you are. This isn't how, this isn't the person that I came with. This isn't like, you're like, who is this girl? Like, they could have had a good story with that. And like, the between them two, between her and um, Bailey and like Sasha even like butting in, be like, no, I'm like, I know who she, blah, blah, blah. Like, they could have made a whole thing about it. Yeah. Or, I would have preferred Sonya, it would have played out better. 
yeah, I would play down good with that. And then Sonya, she could have been like, it could have been two different storylines. It could have been her be like, okay, I'm finally having my, I'm finally having my moment. Like I can, so I can prove how good I am, even as a singles competitor. And then you could have um, Mandy in the back feeling salty and could have been like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Like, if I couldn't get it done, what makes you think that you couldn't have got it done? And so on. Like, so you could have had two, so you could have had a, a, like a bigger, like a medium storyline between her and um, Bailey. Obviously, she after she would lose that, she could have had a continuing, <laughs> continuous storyline with Mandy where you can literally see the demise of Fire and Desire. Right. I almost caught her glitter thought in something. I don't even know. <laughs> I blame you. <laughs> now, here's, here's my problem with Nikki winning, and y'all know I'm down with Nikki Cross. I call her my Scottish psycho wife. You know Alexa's going to get involved somehow. You know it. Like, yeah. I just, it was like the deep, 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 deep deep part of the black little remains of my soul I know Alexa Bliss is going to get involved somehow it's it's just and then it's going to be Alexa versus Bailey part 20,562 oh I better not Jesus Christ I don't I don't I don't think so I hope not I would hope that it would end up where maybe Sasha tried to get involved almost cost Bailey the title and then Bailey turn on her and then it could lead to a saga with Sasha and Bailey. So I would rather do that than to watch Bailey go up against Bliss again. I don't want to um, see like it's I guess I'm the unpopular opinion here, but I don't want to see Bailey versus Sasha. I wanna see like all those women brought their A game. I mean, fucking Lacey Evans, she, like, that, to- that was totally her character. She slid out of the ring, and she let everybody else do the, the work, and she's just like, I'll wait for my opportunity. I know when it's going to come up in this match, and sure enough, she just started beating bitches left and right. I, I'm sorry, I have a bad woman crush on, on Lacey Evans, and it's very noticeable. <laughs> I get Are you fucking they kidding me? People. What? <sighs> matter. What'd I do? I'm pissed. I'm so mad. Um, fucking Ace Austin won the expert. Oh my god, I'm so angry. I don't even. I'm not watching it no more. Fuck them. Oh boy. I do not like that guy. They had Tessa. They literally had Tessa in a match with four men. One of them is like I don't. I'm not like like being mean towards him. He's a big, big man. He's a big dude. That big and, uh Casey, right? Huh? Yes. Was it big and big it's like, Yeah, I like him. Um uh, but that's besides the point. She could have like oh my God. Like <laughs> that could that would have been so huge. There's never been a woman I don't think they've had they they haven't had any woman hold a belt that's not an actual women's belt in impact, Mm-mm. if I 
No, yes. And TNA, if I'm remembering correctly. I'm fucking huge, and they, she's ready for it. See, that pisses me off, because they built that up for, like, oh, Tessa's gonna be the first woman. She could she be the first X-Division champ, and then they give it to Pete Dunne, who got left in the dryer for, or in the washing machine for too long. Like, oh. really? It's a disappointment all around <laughs> this weekend. They could have kept it. They could have just kept it on Jake Chris, and I would have been less mad about it. But the fact that Ace Austin, of all people, <laughs> we can go back to what we're talking about. I'm just, I'm not happy about that. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I'm a wrestling fan. I'm not happy about something. Shut up. <laughs> There's um, really nothing to go back to, so. <laughs> there, there wasn't much on the uh, on AEW this week. Like, I'm going to be honest, listeners, um, after some shit went down with Jericho and a movie role that he's doing, I was completely turned off of it. And uh, okay. I went to see the we'll Adam, get to the movie I went to see the Adam in a movie. Movie. <laughs> Yeah, we'll get to him. Uh, Adam's family instead and recorded it. And to be honest, it was a throwaway show. Uh, two tag team uh, tag team matches for their um, tag titles. It was SCU versus um, um, uh, Best Friends and then um, the uh, Jurassic Express. Unfortunately, Luchasaurus is out with an injury. So mm-hmm. it, so that was fun. Um, it was them and... He's also the, very uh, fun to look at. Oh yeah, he's very nice looking too. <laughs> mm-hmm. His girlfriend is a very lucky woman. Um, she and all what she dealing with it. But pretty come much over here. Uh, I'll take care of you. <laughs> Jesus Nicole. Um, pretty much only thing to write on is that the Lucha Brothers and SCU advance in the tag team div- titled match. There's a women's match with Britt Baker and Rio Rio on. Um Jericho retained. Even though Darby Crash or Dar- Darby Crash, wow, I listened to the germs way too much today. Um, Darby Allen really actually basically out wrestled Jericho, if that makes sense. Like um, my little goth son really put his heart into it, and I was so proud of him. But of course Jericho won, and then the main event was another tag match. So three tag matches in a row in one night. That. That no, um, it was Moxley and Pac versus Hangman Page and oh fuck, who's uh, tag team? Shows you how much I really don't care. Kenny Omega. Um, no, was it Kenny Omega? Omega? Yeah, it was Omega. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, Mox walked out on Pac after they got into an altercation, and you know they. Omega and Page One, and it was just so boring. Nothing news changed. Commentary still horrible. If you guys want entertainment, watch AEW Dark, because honestly, that's the better show. <laughs> the shit you don't see on TV. It is. It's so good, and it's like they explain the storylines and get more into like the characters, and it's like, oh my god, why is it this on TV? It's so like. And I like the little um, highlight that they did of um, Aubrey Edwards. 
Mm-hmm. She, she seems like a very cool person, too, man. Like, you know, um, I mean, she's she is a, the, run, the ref who's done the biggest match in AEW so far was Jericho versus Hangman Page. And I just, even with her, it's just nothing need to report. I made it through five minutes of commentary before I um, I had to put it on mute. <laughs> and uh, it was commentary so horrible. But like AEW Dark, there was a non-sanctioned match between Joey Janela and Kenny Omega. And I'm like, why isn't this on TV? This is the shit I would want to see. I don't know. So there's no AEW Dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they want people to watch Dark. The there was there was a cute thing there was a um there was a little kid get back sorry my cat's being weird um there was a really cute moment that they had online with uh, there's a little kid cosplaying as um, Orange Cassidy and um, Cody was making a you know Cody brought him up in the ring and everything and he was like oh this is cool and then like he actually Cody actually laid down and let this kid. This kid was nailing that character like perfectly. It was so cute. It was so cute. I think he was at another show. He I remember was. seeing him at another show. I don't know if that was the or, same or a different one. I think it. I think it's the same kid. Then, props to his parents, man. I guess, but um, Cody laid um, down. If you're, if you're this child parents and you're listening to us can you confirm that for us just tweet us or something but that's your child and he's been to other shows but um it was really cool Cody brought him in the ring and he was like laying down for him and one of the young bucks made a joke like uh is this gonna affect your win-loss record and the kid was the kid had like Orange Cassidy's character down to a T I was just like this kid is awesome like I wanted this kid and um, NJF the whole time was like, no, don't do it, don't do it. And the you know ref came out, counted three. Kid got the biggest pop out of anybody that night. And then like NJF got mad and chased the ref back up backstage. And I'm like, why didn't you show this on TV? This is more entertaining than what you actually showed. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> but um, nothing really to report. Apparently, uh, I mean the Re- the Rio Britt Baker match was actually kind of decent, but I just I I can't get behind Britt Baker. I really can't. Like this this women's division is boring me. Like, and then when you watch that, and then you watch the women's six pack challenge on SmackDown, which honestly was probably the only good match that entire night, and you're just like, wow, they they need to. Like, on any aspect, they need to set their shit up. Come at me, AEW fanboys. I'm not scared of you. Like, you know. If you, if you, if you want to know my Twitter, I'll give you my Twitter. And you can DM me, and I will just post a screenshot of you. So you'll get your 15 minutes of fame. Okay. <laughs> but other than that, nothing really happened. All right. Very bad. So, what happened on NXT? Um, NXT was um pretty good this week. I watched almost all of it. Um, while I was at work. Um, <laughs> um, the first <laughs> match it was um 
Tommaso Ciampa versus Angel um, Angel Garcia, which um, he's so I love watching him come to ring. He's so fun. He does this thing where he has like like has someone like kiss him on the cheek, and that one I know annoying guy. Yeah, I think it's so cute. But obviously, it was just like it was a good match. It was just um, it's basically just like us reintroducing us to Champa, him being introduced to TV. Um, and he also nailed, um, has a new finisher, which is, um, a DDT through the middle rope, which he calls Widow's Bell, which is really cute, because it's named after his daughter. Oh, Yeah, so it was, um, Oh, yeah, that's really good. Sorry, that's... hold on a second. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, sorry, that was my ongoing. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. But yeah, that was really good. Obviously, Undisputed Era came out, like, blah, blah, blah. Um, them doing nothing new, which also transitioned in them having, doing this package of them um, beating up Velveteen Dream, which has been, like, mixed reports that he's injured or he's either kayfabe injured. No one's really, like, like, no one's really, like, confirmed, like, the actual dealings of that, which I kind of think he is injured because during, um, Keith Lee's and, why do I have so many straws? During Keith Lee's and, um, (laughs) Dijakovic's, uh, match, like, Roderick Strong came out, which I thought was weird, but, they will have a three-way for the North American Championship, which will be so good. I'm so excited. And then just a basic tag team match. Um, Imperium versus um, Orny Lorcan. I can't talk today. Um, Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. Um, obviously, um, Marcel and Fabian won. Um, WWE Shop, um, can you please please put those fucking track shoots on on shop for fuck's sake <laughs> she wants one Io Shirai um, beat up Kaden Carter I, I want them to do something I hate her name out so stupid they changed it because I don't of know Lacey, Lacey Evans they changed well, okay. it because of Lacey Evans. Because they don't want people getting confused. That's the thing. But like they should have they should have someone I don't know who out someone should have thought of this. I don't know if like Triple H and Sean and Road Dog were just like sitting there one day and they're just like, Oh, we should probably you should have done this forever. And again, Erwan calling out Shayna Baszler. I'm not really like I, I kind of I care, but I don't care because like unless someone actually beats her, I just I don't care with the concept calling out. Like it's oh, it's fun mm-hmm. and it's entertaining, but it's just like it's whatever. But obviously there's gonna um there's gonna be a match between um Rhea Ripley and Bianca yeah, okay. Belair next mm-hmm. week, which also sounds really fun, which I'm sure. excited about. Um. Another person I want them that do something more besides take pins on TV is Matt Riddle and um, Bronson Reed and 
obviously uh, Matt won. It was actually a pretty good match. I was I was surprised that day also, but I was very happy that they had um, Bronson show off a little bit more. Um, Tegan Knox won, obviously. Again, this is like one of those things. Like it's just like like they're putting them against people that we know are gonna lose. Um, versus Tainara, which they dropped her last name. So she didn't even have to go to the main roster before her last name got dropped. But I think because her last name was Conti, and that sounds too much like Conti. Like Conti Hunty. I don't know. Um, <laughs> oh my uh, god. Uh, <laughs> all it is, obviously, it was just a showcase um, to come out. But there was also, so, you know, it was, it was cute. Like, she had, like, her little trash talk. Um, Finn had, also, you know what's really funny? So, I know this is going way to the front. So, um, obviously, there's actually a, what is it? I don't know, like, a title sequence or whatever for NXT now for USA. And Finn's in it. Finn's the last person you see, which I think is really funny. So he's not even a champion. He's not even, he hasn't even had a match back on NXT yet. But he is very prevalent in it, and he's the last person you see. Also, Street Profits are still in it, too. Huh. Some things should get fixed over there. But um, Finn just had like, this cute little vignette talking about his career and what, what's coming. And it was just very, and again, this is just might be me looking too much into everything, but um, he also did like the like did a thing did the finger guns during like some of this mm-hmm. during the montage, which he has never mm-hmm. done before. You think he might be turning heel? I think he's oh. slow. I think it's a slow burn. How are you liking the podcast so far? I hope you guys are enjoying it. If you have a topic that you think we should be discussing on Down for the Count, don't hesitate to contact us. You can send us a voice message right here on the Anchor app, or you can hit us up on social media. Our Instagram is at D4TC underscore podcast. Our Twitter is at Down for the Count 19. And we'll be looking forward to hearing from you. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll let you get back to the podcast. I think he's getting some, he's going to get some edge finally. Because I thought that was very, I was like, I know, he, I was like, I know he hasn't done that. I know he hasn't. No. I, I almost know everything he does. <laughs> he definitely hasn't done that. I didn't even so know that what was that like was the last... until I watched that series. So that was pretty much the last I watched. I watched, I need to finish the match, but um, Damian Priest and Pete Dunne, I saw like the beginnings of it. It was really, really good. But obviously, um, and then um, Damian Priest won, which I was shocked by when I heard about it before I finished it. Hmm. Which is shows like obviously they really are behind Damian Priest because Pete has lost to very few people. Yeah. 
especially oh, newbies. I mean, yeah, he's never lost to anyone like this new either. Show one episode in and it was over. 
It's also been the third week uh, of Brock Lesnar's title reign, and it's also been the second week we have not seen the WWE title on TV. So God knows what they're going to do with what Fox is going to do, because, I mean, you don't have anything to fight for. What's the point? I mean, you have the Intercontinental Championship, but see, getting back to SmackDown real quick, okay, you know how, like, in the first match, and it was actually a really decent match with Roman going up against Nakamura, Sami Zayn got involved twice. He got, the ref saw him twice. Is it the three strikes you're out rule now? Because I've seen people where it's matches that if you interfere once, the ref sends your ass back there. Like, he got, um, he got involved. Those kind of things are pretty much at the ref, referee's discretion. To me, that's no. Like, because I've seen some refs where it's like you sneeze on the other person and they they throw you out. Oh yeah. So I don't know, but that was just it is it, it gets annoying very quickly, and it's just I don't know why Nakamura needs needs Sammy's name. He does. It, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. No, because Nakamura is great. Like, you know, he, to me, uh, with with Nakamura, he, he's going to be one of the greats, like Jushin Thunder Lager. And, um, you know, he's going to be remembered. Like, this guy, company, you could probably think of Nakamura was there for a hot second. He was even in Impact back, like, a couple years ago before he went to NXT. Why are you giving him a mouthpiece? If you want to make him heal, do that thing where he wouldn't talk or he would say, don't speak English and walk away, like not giving anybody what they wanted. Like, what was wrong with that? Like, literally him say, I don't speak English in English. Yeah. Yes. Like, like you're going to be that much of an asshole. Be an asshole. You don't need freaking Sami Zayn running around. Sami Zayn needs to actually wrestle and not manage. Just... Ugh. Or also, like, um, Alundra Blaze is, like, really, really into the Kabuki Warriors. And I forgot, she also used to wrestle in Japan. Mm-hmm. And when they had that problem, when they were basically yelling, telling us what's what in Japanese, she was like, I don't understand why they haven't done this in the first place. She was like, there's no reason that they need to speak English to an American audience. She's like, it doesn't matter. She's like, they should have been cutting promos in Japanese. They don't need like, she's like, as she basically called like Paige a translator. (laughs) She was like, they don't need a translator. And then she was like, if they really want someone to be a manager, she was like, I will be, she's like, I, she's like, I'm sign me up. She was like, my Japanese isn't as good as it like used to, but she yeah, was I'm... like, she said it's still pretty good. And she was like, yeah, she's like, they should just like be badass and like scream at people and Japanese and beat people up. And I was like, yeah, I'm like, actually you can take um, Paige's spot. She'd be more entertaining than Paige. No, because I was reading the translation. 
someone and her translated hanging on by a by a fucking thread either in case she has to take a bump. That that too. Oh, wow. Um, but was it like I was reading the translations of so, someone translated what um Kyrie and Oscar were saying, and I think like Oscar was screaming something like "You're so worthless. Your mother is even ashamed of you," or something like that. And I was just like, "Damn!" Like they were just harsh. And I was like, "Okay," because the way they were saying it, I was just like, "What the hell are they saying?" And then it's like Kyrie would start laughing, and then it's like it's like the iconic celestial point. Because like Kyrie was kind of like the kind of sweet. Where one. are the iconic? Well, like, and then Oscar would come back and be like the one that would like her at home. I don't care where the iconics are; they can stay in the back. Annoying ass. <laughs> are they Australian or New Zealand? No offense to anybody, they but are I can't. From Australia. Okay. Well, why do they say Australia? Because when they went to the Super Show in Australia, they were saying that was their hometown. So, okay. Okay. No, no offense um, to any New Zealand people, but uh, they can they can stay in the back. They they annoy the piss out of me. Or just send them, send Billy back to NXT if Peyton's on her second honeymoon already with her husband. Like send her yeah, back like, down to I NXT. I feel like they've been on a honeymoon for like two months. They're newlyweds. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. All I right. Mean, if you like, if you like it, I love it. All right. I, I, hey, they're not on my TV. I'm fine with it. Well, let's move into some wrestling news. All right. Uh, well, CM Punk says he wants a big paycheck if he was going to come back to wrestle in WWE. So surprise. He can stay at home too. <laughs> Like, he can there legit was, dance. You know, there was a Q&A on Reddit. And the fans were were asked to send questions in to ask CM Punk about his career, what he's doing now, what he plans on doing, and if he plans on whatever. Because I don't come back to WWE. A fan asked, and they were really polite. They said, I know you hate this question, but we never get a clear answer. And I just want to know, are you willing to come back to WWE? He says, no, it's fine. I understand. It's an open forum. It's not like a reporter's asking me. So he said, I will come back, but they're going to have to be- offer me a big bag. I said, okay. Didn't he audition for, like, the sports show on FS1 that Renee's... They, I'm just saying Renee's hosting, and everybody else can just... It's just backdrop. No, it, no but, that's um, how it's built. It's billed as Renee is the host. Renee is the host. Yeah. And Booker T mm-hmm. is an analyst. Like, they've been very, very clear that Renee is the host, that that's her show. Right. Booker T is with her, but that's her she show. Either. Yeah, he's just a hanger on. He just makes Renee look good. But that's her show. She runs it. They decide how oh, she's, she's the so liaison good. for that show. And it's fun. That backstage show is fun. They had a fan. They pulled up a tweet from a fan who was talking about her commentary. And she read that damn fan. 
Like she was really I liked tonight. And I think a lot of people gave her a lot of shit and they didn't have to. Renee was a, a good commentator for especially for somebody who was pulled from doing the backstage stuff, thrust it into commentary without no teaching. She had to learn on the fly. I think she did a pretty decent job for doing that. But he says basically that he's open to coming back. And if they just come to him and say, hey, you want to wrestle, he'll just say, I'm not interested. So he kind of gave you a, a backdoor answer. Yeah, I'll come back if they give me the money. No, I'm not going to wrestle because I'm not interested. So you may come back as a non-wrestling character. I'd rather you... I mean, I wouldn't mind your own commentary. You would work. Actually, yeah, I wouldn't, be mad. I wouldn't right be mad at him on commentary. Honestly, they need GMs again, especially Fox. They need somebody needs to be yeah. a GM. I wouldn't be mad at him being a GM. Yeah, I I like that. I, I want GMs too because it just seems like everything is just flying blind. There's no leader, clear authority figure, and I hate to say it that way because WWE don't ruin the word authority, but there's no clear higher. Where are we supposed to go? Who are we supposed to look to? And like, it just seems like the ship is being manned by nothing. It's just flying blind. And I don't right. like that. It's it it makes things odd. So, who knows? Maybe he just needs money because he he's racked up a lot of legal fees. So, well, I mean, they have some type, well, I don't know. They had when they closed that that suit, that lawsuit. They they filled the details, but some people, some of the dirt sheets was reporting that they they legal fees was taken care of. One somebody take, took care of the legal fees, but well, I don't the, the story was that and Nicole, you could probably help me out with this one in case I get something wrong. The story was him and Colt Cabana were going against the date. Or he asked yep. Colt, he, he asked Colt Cabana for the and if he won, he would pay Cabana back all, all, all the money. Well, okay, Punk got a payout. Cabana's like, hey man, remember when you told me you were gonna, you're gonna help me out, with, you know, giving my money back? Where's my money? And Punk pretty much said, sorry dude, not giving it. And he's like, nope, this is mine. You you never said anything like that. I'm not giving you any of my money. So then Cabana tried to take him to court, and I think it got thrown out. But it's it's just like, pay your friend. If this guy is supposedly your best friend, and you're always like, oh, I came up with him in Chicago, and blah, blah, blah. Paying your damn, like, CM Punk is such a shit bullshit. You got like, Colt Cabana. I'm not, I'm not his biggest fan. I don't really, actually, I kind of really don't. I kind of don't like him, but... You got him struck. He, you got him all over, literally everywhere on the Indies, like literally everywhere. And I'm not just saying this, like literally everywhere, making money, trying to make money. And then your funky ass is out here making shitty horror movies. And I don't know whether BS and then charging literally an arm and leg to see you at 
StarCast just to talk about the same dumb shit because fucking money. I know he, I know they said they kind of came to an agreement, so I don't know what happened. I don't know if he just, whatever, I'm just giving to you. But I, last time I heard about it and <clears throat> is that they have talked. I think they came somewhat to an agreement. What that agreement uh, was, obviously, like, we don't know. We're probably not going to know. We, should, we probably shouldn't know. Because, you know, that's business. And, you know, we don't, I don't like, I'm very weird because I don't like people up in my financials. So I don't like, I'm not very privy to, like, people's financials. But I'm privy to, like, like the business aspect, if that makes sense. Like, them, like, making sure, like, people take care of themselves. Like, bringing in bags itself, but I don't need to know how much bags they're bringing home. Right. I agree. I mean, it's, it's just like, if he told a guy, it's like, hell, like, I asked you for, if you guys don't know, is going to rest school she is going to be one of those reps like you see on instagram who instead of letting the other guys do the plancha she's going to be the one doing the plancha <laughs> diving out oh my god no i'm so i'm so bad at taking bumps that's why i'm so sore all the time <laughs> well you know and like Nicole, how many times i told you like if you get me a shirt from your wrestling school i will pay you money for it no i'm not um, actually, when do I go? I think I go on Tuesday. I'm just going to ask Justin for one. I'm not going to have you give me money for that shirt. But that's the thing. That's the way you, like, you know, grown-ass people handle that. Like, even if I yell at you and say, take my money, take my money, you're just like, no, shut up. You know, if you, if you told, like, especially legal fees, this isn't like a $20 t-shirt. This is like thousands, thousands, thousands of dollars. It can, it can really wrap up. And I'm like, Cole Cabana. Because they got really, the Trump lawyers. Those are yeah, man. They got the lawyer. preventing impeachment lawyers. Great. Great. It's just like, just pay the damn man. I can't. I can't. He's so. He's, he's, shit and you know he he went out of wwe talking all this shit about him calling you know all saying everything under the sun bad about him he goes to mma he gets his ass kicked and he gets not, not even his ass kicked he gets his ass kicked so hard stephanie mcmahon makes a joke about it the next time they're in chicago you guys remember that i don't i don't remember mm. that she they, did it Stephanie came out, they were in a Chicago, this is how you know Stephanie McMahon has balls, okay, like, I want that kind of testicular fortitude, she goes out to a Chicago crowd, they are booing the shit out of her, she's standing there, she's smiling, she don't care, you know, she's like, whatever, I'm gonna go, home. I'm gonna go back to my Kratos-looking husband and have God of War sex later on, and, uh, She's just standing there. She's checking her watch, and you know she's just kind of has this really stupid smile on her face. And finally, they all shut up because they're booing her and they're chanting, "We want Punk, CM Punk." And she goes, "If you did that one minute more, you would have lasted longer than him in his last MMA fight." Yep, she did say to... that. Oh yeah, I do remember that. And like, no one said, no one had anything to say. Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> it was funny. It was like because okay, that was a mic drop moment, like. 
I like I hey, gave up. I gave the numbers back. I did everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You can't say no. You can, if you're in a crowd, you can't say anything after that. You just got to sit there, sit there, eat your food, drink your overpriced beer. <laughs> All right, y'all. 205 Live and NXT have come to an agreement. NXT guys under the weight class of 205 and under will be able to make a lateral move to the 205 Live brand. So Drake Maverick and William Regal talked it out, and they've decided to let some guys from NXT move permanently to 205 Live. They didn't necessarily list who, could be possibly going. They just said that the agreement was in place and that some guys could be moving over to 205 Live. What do y'all think about it? We need a cruiserweight division back. Like, and don't, don't, they shouldn't just shuttle them off to one show. Like, you know, back, back, back in my day, back in, back in the day, they had cruiserweights fighting heavyweights. And, you know, don't don't switch well, it's happening now. I mean, but Ali's a cruiserweight. Buddy Murphy's a cruiserweight. Cedric's a cruiserweight. They're fighting guys that are outside of their weight class on the main show. Then you've got guys on NXT. NXT has the cruiserweight title. <clears throat> it's a NXT belt now. So I don't think they're I'm- shipping them off to 205 Live. I think that. Some guys who aren't wrestling on NXT and are under that 205 class, 205 weight class, I can't talk to you. You're under that 205 weight, then you can go wrestle on 205 Live. Um, I don't have a problem with it. It's just more people needs to watch the show. I'm going to watch 205 Live. That's, that's y'all's homework assignment. Go watch 205. 205 Live. That show, is, that show is very highly underrated, and I think honestly, that's where some of the best talent in WWE is right now. They need to beef up this cruiserweight division because they have just the one title, but if they get enough guys to be in the cruiserweight division, they could have cruiserweight tag team belts, they could have another cruiserweight, like another like mid-card for cruiserweight title. Like, that would be cool. Like build up this like all your this own little like other entity and on top of everything else and get your cruiserweight division built up because Well, if you're gonna build up the cruiserweights, then you need to build up your women's division too. Because right now half of them are in you got tag team belts with barely any tag teams. You've got no mid card belt for the women's division. So you got what, thirty women? Fighting over two belts. It's still better yeah, right. than AEW's <clears throat> women's division. True that. True. Um, but yeah, the thing is, it's just like they can't help that that many people got injured. It's just like very like it's just like super bad timing. But and then all th- and the other thing is, you don't want to completely gut NXT too. Oh, the funny thing is, I was, what was I listening to? I listened to something briefly. It might have been um, What Culture. I think I listened to them before I, like, turned it off. Actually, Simon's okay. The rest of them all get on my fucking nerves. Um, <laughs> but Simon said, and he was like, he was like, I'm so sick of people saying that 
every NXT call-up is unsuccessful. And he's like, if you want to be completely honest, he's like, the most successful NXT call-up right now is Nikki Cross. True. Agreed. If you really think about it. Yeah, it is. She is. She's like, she's fully, she's fully immersed in the, in the main roster now. She's yeah. had feuds. She's had feuds. She's held the tag title. She's won the first, she's a third holder of a title. Mm-hmm. Um, she's paired with someone big like Alexa Bliss, and now she has a women's championship opportunity. But the, I, I didn't understand that either. Like, everybody's always like, oh, it's an NXT curse. Like, where? Valor came up, Valor was still, and he's still one of the best NXT superstars, one of the best superstars WWE has, period. Um, You have Kevin Owens came up. Kevin Owens is a multi-time champion. Sami Zayn came up. He was NXT champion, but Sami just needs an opportunity, and he can get there. Yeah, they need, um, to, do, they need to do something with him. That's they just need to change his, his persona. It just, it's not working. It's not working. Uh, Shinsuke then, came up. Shinsuke's had title opportunities at WrestleMania. He's been IC champion, what, twice now? Asuka came up. She's been um, SmackDown Women's Champion. She had a leading match at WrestleMania in her debut. She won the Royal Rumble. She's one of the best, most successful people they had come from NXT. Ember came up. She had title opportunities. You, I don't see anything wrong with how they've come up. Are they being used properly? I wouldn't say that. I think some some of the guys who come up from NXT were improperly used. I just think this last batch of NXT call-ups may have been done prematurely. Lacey was done prematurely. The heavyweight heavy machinery was done way too quickly for me. Um, Nikki Cross should have been up as far as I'm concerned with her. And I can't remember who else. Well, Lars Sullivan was called as, out. As soon as they were, as soon as they realized that they weren't going to give her the title, they should bring her up. That's why I feel like Bianca should just get brought up already too. Yeah. Because it's like you're you're probably you're not going to put the title on her. Like if you if you were going to, you would have done it. Just bring her up. Husband's there. Just bring my, her up. That it's, was my thing. I, I mean, I feel like need... Bianca does. <clears throat> Bianca can be a great a great champion, but. I don't think they're going to give her the opportunity to be champion. No, I, I think, I, but then it's also, you don't have to be an NXT women's champion to be successful on the main roster. Cause you look at Alexa bliss, Alexa bliss was nowhere near any type of conversation in anything while she was an NXT. Same thing Agreed. with Carmella. Carmella's way more successful on the main roster than she was on NXT. Same with Alexa bliss. So that's what I'm saying. I was like, once they realize, okay, we're going to go with this story, this just bring, it's a waste of time to bring her up because the, she is more needed in the main roster than on NXT. They got enough people on NXT. They could have brought right. her over. I don't know about Tony Storm because she's still running around on the indie scene a lot. Hmm. I, that would have been think... someone, I would have been like, you just got to go up. Whatever. You were actually. I thought they were gonna at least have her come on during the SmackDown. It would have worked. It would have been such a good surprise for SmackDown. But 
I want I want to because she still hasn't been on she still hasn't been on NXT UK since she lost. No. So I'm like, just bring her. Jesus, they I don't know. I need to go work over there. I have everything fixed. (laughs) (laughs) You've heard of Kenny Omega, the cleaner. We have Nicole, the organizer. Right. Literally, that's that's all I do at my actual job. But I'm not even, but like being serious. Also, I, we're going to move on from wrestling news. Um, so when they do the drafts, okay, so when they do like the actual drafts, not like the drafts and then they do the fake one where they like tell us on TV what that is. I had like mm-hmm. a thought when I was going to bed when they do drafts, this, this is just me. If I worked for WWE and they'll probably use this. So anyways, if I was, if I worked for them. <laughs> If I, I we were constructing a new draft, so say they do the next draft is going to be after Mania, probably. Okay, so say your next draft is after is um right around Mania after Mania. So I so me as a person, me as whatever what I I'll say I'm head of like talent or some bullshit. I'll give myself a bullshit talent title. So I'm my self i would have a usa exec a fox exec um Heyman and bruce and we would have a wall and on the wall we would have obviously raw we will have all all of the properties mm-hmm. well not all the properties we would only have raw smackdown <clears throat> nxt in 205 Live. And then in small patches, I would have Raw Superstars, Smack, SmackDown Superstars, NXT people that I felt we felt were ready to get elevated, and 205 Live people that we feel like might be too big for 205. Not, I'm not talking about weight class, like just like, I don't know, as, as a whatever. And then just move people with only those people have Vince on the phone, wouldn't have him in the room, have him on the phone so you can mute it. And if, like, say, like, he starts saying some bullshit, all you gotta do is hang up. True. And and literally all, that's, and just have all those people sit in there for a whole work shift, so eight hours, and just be like, okay, this is, this is what we're gonna do at here. Start off, be like, okay, since these people are here, Let's and give out pieces of storylines. Give do those storylines. Start off like the small storylines. And I'm like, okay, these are the starting off for the new storylines after the new year. Call the writers, the head writers for SmackDown and for Raw and for 205. These are your new roster. This is the beginning of what I want you to work with and go. I can see that. Makes sense to me. It it makes sense because you don't have too many people in the room. So I think that's what happened. And I'm not even talking about like kayfabe. I think this is what happened. They had too many people in the room. Like they had too many people in the room. And that's why this was like such a mess. But I feel like especially corporate wise. And if you're doing, especially if you want to big do a big territorial shift, you don't need that many people. You don't need a bunch of people to make an impact, pun intended, to make 
to make money moves. I don't see this now. I'm not, like, you don't have, like, you don't need, like, a bunch of people. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't need, like, I don't know where I was going with that, but I, I just, I just thought about that. I'm really sorry. Guys. No, it's fine. Sorry, that actually leads into the next topic. So it's fine. Um, Bishop did speak out about him losing his job to Bruce Pritchard. He pretty much said that um, SmackDown's going to be a great hand. Yeah, Bishop pretty much said that he was um, that SmackDown was going to be in good hands, and that the team. And Bruce Pritchard are going to, you know, make SmackDown a great show. Didn't really allude to why he was, he lost his job or what the issue was exactly. But oh, he I did. You know, I, I found out why, why Bishop is no longer has that position of power. That's kind of interesting. You guys hear me? Oh, yeah, share with the class. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I was waiting for Tit to, to answer, and I'm like, oh, crap, I overstepped. All right, so from what I gathered, from what I gathered, um, it had to do with scheduling conflicts because we all know Vince and the creative staff burn the midnight oil. There'd be, you know, we hear stories from guys all the time saying, yeah, you know, sometimes we get in there at, like, 7 o'clock at night, we don't leave till 3 a.m. in the morning. Or, you know, we don't really get to see our families a whole lot, blah, blah, blah. You know, typ typical creative writing stuff where it's like, if you just Shut get up, with it, you're... money. They are right. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> paid to, to do that. But, you know, they're just like, you know, Vince, you know, especially creative, it's like going around, you know, Vince, if you're a part of creative, Vince needs to have access to you all hours of the night. So you can't have your phone off. You can't have your phone on silent. You can't have your phone on vibrate. You need to hear. It's like anytime you're on call for your job. You know, it's like, you know, it's like being a nurse or a doctor. If you get that call, you got to jump up and go and go do your job. Well, apparently, Bischoff, who is completely out of touch with WWE, did not know anybody on the current roster. The dude's only... Oh, yeah, Bischoff, I, I did read that. Bischoff is like 64 years old, which I didn't know about that. I thought he was younger than that, but... Uh, Fox was worried about that, and then it came out that, because uh, I know Heyman and him are the same age, but at least Heyman knows who's on the roster on SmackDown, Raw, NXT, all that, and Bischoff didn't know anybody who was on SmackDown, he had no idea what was going on in wrestling anymore, and he would be unable to be reached after 7pm. So after 7, if someone needed to get a hold of the boss, Nobody would be able to get a hold of him. And one story that I read, it said Bischoff, it, Bischoff got, a lot of the writers got mad because Bischoff shut his phone off and they were trying to get a hold of him because they needed his okay on a storyline that Vince needed by midnight. Pretty much like this has to be with my on my desk or at least on its way by midnight so this can get approved for the next day. Because it was like a Sunday or something. So they were trying to get Raw out the last minute. Bischoff wasn't answering his phone. He wasn't returning any calls. He wasn't doing nothing. So that kind of led to him not being released. He was fired. Yeah, I I did. 
I did see that he that um Vince was upset that he couldn't be reached. And one thing that I do know about Vince McMahon is if he wants to reach you, you need to be reachable. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I did see was that he he basically was like viewership is down. It was 3.8 million two weeks ago, and then viewership went down from 3.8 to 2.8. So they lost about half a million to a million viewers. And Vince was just like, this is not going to work with Fox. We have to fix this, not to mention the other issues that we're having. So they fired him. He was let know, they let him know via human resources that he was being let go. Now they put Pritchard in in charge and some, I can't think of the other guy that's with him, but they put Pritchard in charge. Bischoff seemed to be taking it in stride. I honestly don't think he wanted the job to begin with. And if what you guys are saying is true, that he didn't know um, any of the guys on the roster, he had plenty of time to acclimate himself. He just, he shouldn't have took the job. That's how I feel about it. I felt like that's should have took the job. And honestly, him not knowing the current enough of the current roster, I would have let bit, let him go just because of that. Honestly, yeah, like that would have been. Yeah, I, I would have been like, oh no, 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 no. I said, no, baby, we gotta, you gotta go. Yeah, but you got like here. a whole podcast <laughs> dedicated to wrestling. So tell yeah, me how it's like. It's like old. It's like old wrestling. It's not anything like current. He's talking about, and it's only WCW. It's a bullshit. That is still, to me, that shouldn't matter. Like, you should know something. If you can speak on the product, like, because they, when he goes to those WrestleCon events and he speaks about it, he talks about WWE. If you can speak on the product and you should have been aware of who was on the roster, at bare minimum, you should have known who was on TV. That's unacceptable. And he's been in the business long yeah. enough to know better. Well, what else? That's like any job. You can't just walk in there. I mean, if you say you have experience in something, and then you walk in there and you're just like, I, I really actually don't know what the hell I'm doing. Do you think they would keep you for that long? No. Finesse that shit. Like what? Come on. All right. And also him not being reachable. So this is just my mindset. Um, especially not so much in my current job, but at my previous job. Especially when I was in events, you have to be reachable. Someone needs to get a hold of you, especially if you're working with events, especially at my old position, because we're dealing with accounts that are people are spending hundreds of thousands of dollars, millions of dollars, to be quite honest. So someone needs to get a hold of you. So you have to get a hold, whether it's an email, something. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Clients calling my phone. I hate I hated them, especially when I was off of work or I'd even like work that day. But I knew in the position I was in, especially dealing with something like that, I had to be able to get reached regardless if I liked it or not. That's the same thing. If you're an executive, you're an executive for a global company, a globally publicly traded company worth billions of fucking dollars. And you're, it's not like he's in charge of raw. He's, was in charge of SmackDown, which was basically bought for 
over a billion dollars. So that's even more money. Right. Turn your damn fucking phone on. What are you doing after seven? What do you got to do after seven? I I understand. Like, obviously, people feel sometimes really need some type of work-life balance. But in my opinion, and this might be unpopular, if you take a position like that, if you take a very, he's an executive. Right. Not like he's like a manager or like a fucking writer or some damn intern they picked up from Brown on their way to Connecticut. It's you are an executive. If someone says some shit, so God forbid. So I don't really want to put this over. So God forbid, um. Well, a major, a, a major person, uh, say a major wrestler, like, passed away. Someone who was on SmackDown. Are you okay. telling me that I, you don't call me back till 8 o'clock in the morning? And I've been calling you since the incident happened, since we were notified at 2 a.m.? Right. I could under- no. like, I understand it better if he didn't work. He's never worked for WWE, or he didn't know the ins and outs. I could give him just a little bit. But your ass has been there before. You've been there before. You know the ins and outs. You know how this shit works. You were the head of WCW, and I'm pretty damn sure when you wanted to get in touch with somebody who was a lead writer, your head producer, or whatever, you would have fired them on the spot if they didn't answer their phone. So, dude, like, you basically, you didn't want the job, but you took it. It took and it now, money, probably. Like, why that's, didn't you just... Say, I don't want the job. Why didn't you just get a shit to Bruce Pritchard to begin with? You could have just let him have it to begin with. There was no reason for you to take that job. You just wasted WWE's time. You wasted Fox time. You just wasted a lot of time. Now, from what I understand, he had no input on what SmackDown was ever since he was named the executive director. He was there. He was not doing anything. He was not doing nothing. He had no input. Now, Pritchard only been working with Ed Kosky for the last two weeks. For the last two weeks, he's been there helping the structure of the show and producing. Ed Kosky's been there as the lead writer for SmackDown since they set Bischoff as the executive director. And before that, he was the lead writer. So... I'm just trying to understand, rationalize it. Like, I understand you you of a certain age and you don't feel like dealing with it, but I can't help but keep saying it like you shouldn't have took the fucking job. Like, you should have just said, give it to Pritchard. Pritchard is more adept to take care of this. I'm in my retirement. I don't want to be on call like that, under that pressure. I don't want that. I don't well, mind being a liaison. I, I don't mind job. offering it. But no, that's Dude, just not my bad. Dude, I would have taken Vince the job. I would have had it lit. I would have had it lit. Vince is in his 70s, and he's still running the men, like, you know, staying up till 3, 4 o'clock in the morning with these writer guys. And, you know. It, that's his it, it life, was, though. You know, that's it's all he know. He lived and breathed the WWE. You know what but, I'm saying? He was born into that. That's, it, like, it's a part of him. But going back to Bischoff, it's like it's not just him that moved. It he his entire family moved from where they were. So his kids, his wife, everybody moved from Wyoming to Connecticut 
And that's not like a move down the road or two towns over or whatever. That's like halfway across the freaking country. And it's just... Well, what they say, well, the rumor is that, so you can take this with a grain of salt, mm-hmm. is that his family went back to Wyoming and he got an apartment and was oh. in the apartment. I'm just curious as to what you what you was doing for the last couple of months. Cause he was because you weren't supposed to be in the creative. He had no input in creative at all. Nothing. He wasn't doing right. that. He wasn't helping do none of that shit. Kyle and him <laughs> was doing it the whole time. He wasn't doing nothing. So I'm confused as to why WWE was paying you for this last couple of months because I would have been paying you nothing until you did your fucking job. Like, that, that's what I want to know because when he, him and Heyman were announced at the same time, but then Bischoff said he wouldn't take over till it was like a pay-per-view or like it's, he wouldn't take over after before SummerSlam was over or something like that. So I don't know. That just, it doesn't sound right. There's, like, just something not connecting. And, you know, you need to, like, it doesn't matter what job you have. Like, you could be the guy, you know, working at Pizza Hut or, you know, fucking writer for the WWE. If your job needs you, they will call you, man. You can, you know, working in medical, you were, like, you know, I I mean, I have a family working at the hospital, if someone, or a doctor's office, wherever I was working, if someone called out and they needed help, they were going to call me. And if I, if I could go in, I could, I, I worked at a doctor's office for a while. And the other girl who worked there with me, she was starting to become unreliable. And I made a joke to my boss, like, oh yeah, I'll have my phone turned up loud at six o'clock when she doesn't show up next day, no call, no show. They call me and I'm already up ready to go. Cause I knew that was going to happen. You can't, you can't be like that. I mean, how old is Bruce? Bruce has got to be up there, right? Like he's, I think he's Bruce older than is, Bischoff. I think he's in his late forties. Really? Late forties, early fifties, somewhere so, around there. He's still running around. You know, he's got a family too. So it's just like, you know, hell, the the fucking wrestlers have families. Do you think Roman Reigns rather be me at home with his his wife, his sons, and his daughter? Instead of I being know in a well hotel, to be at home. you know, what about Dean or, you know, Dean? Well, what about Mox? He'd rather be home with Renee, you know, you know, Seth and Becky would probably wouldn't mind a couple weeks off, but guess what? They're still out there doing their job. What makes that, what makes you so special Bischoff? Like, please tell me, is it because you have the power to run a company down into the ground? Is that what makes you so super special? I don't know. But I just don't, I don't get it. Like, Heyman can tell you, Heyman can tell you, and I don't like Paul Heyman, but that man can tell you everybody who's on SmackDown, Raw, and NXT, and 205 Live. That's just, mm-mm. that, that just shows Bischoff does, has no love for this business anymore, if he ever had love for this business to begin with. Which is fine. If you lost your luster for it, that's fine. But you shouldn't have took the damn job. You shouldn't have done that. Because exactly. you've got somebody else who could have had the job 
who would have actually done something with it. You cost them time in the job. Now Bruce Bridger has to step up, which isn't a problem. It's just you could have had the structure already set for this show, and maybe things wouldn't be so up and down, up and down. There'd be some continuity to it. What if Fox had somebody like, you know, like went to like, you know, like say it was one of us and we were working for Fox and, you know, they're like, like, oh shit, SmackDown's coming on. And we were a producer for Fox and we worked our way up. It just wasn't some lowly like on the totem pole. But what if we went up to Fox and be like, look, I know this roster like the back of my hand. I grew up watching wrestling. I still love the product. I can tell you everybody on every single roster. If I can't, I'll double check my sources. I know what's going on. Could you give me a shot? I know how you like stuff being done. I know how you like things being shot. Why don't you give me a chance? So you can imagine if they had a Fox producer taking or you know whatever helping that out, like especially if they were a hardcore wrestling fan. That shit would have been. They probably could do. Like that would have been. Like I know, think just, they should. I think that honestly, that's just such a good idea. I think they should really look into that. They should really do like a, like an internal job search. Yeah. And even if it's not a producer, what if it's like, you know, I was just like, I don't know, like a gopher. But they're like, hey, that Alexis girl, she really knows this. So maybe we can have her, okay, not a gopher, but I was working, you know, with the producers. But they're like, hey, this girl like really knows her craft. She knows wrestling. You know, she knows everybody who's on SmackDown. She knows who's a heel. She knows who's a face. She knows who works together. Why don't we bring her in as a consultant to help the producer out or, or something like that? You have to, you know, there has to be a connection to to the business, you know, like you can't be gone and not know what's going on for X amount of years. I watched that. Just, just an idea, Fox. <laughs> in case you're listening, I work pro bono. And I mean, I don't work for cheap because I got a mortgage to pay off. But you know, I'll take a pay. I'll take a pay cut. <laughs> no, no, I want a full paycheck. <laughs> Same. Give I went to college. Oh yeah. I got a degree in mass communication, so I can kind of work for you. <laughs> but I know wrestling, so that could help you out. <laughs> like, hey, I went you to school right, for hospitality and and um, culinary. So I can also help get catering in order and <laughs> organize. And I'm, I'm used to I'm used to grown adults yelling at me. Oh my god! I just, I just want the bag. <laughs> you, I don't, I don't, I don't give a shit. I got three degrees. It don't matter. Nobody hires you unless you have experience. Just don't take my shit and don't pay me. Period. True. That's all I ask. All right. Very very true. (laughs) So, there are wrestlers in in the WWE and across the wrestling community who are very upset with the fans about how they reacted towards Seth Rollins and Hell in a Cell. Now, I was embarrassed. Yeah. Not to go too deep into it, but Hell in a Cell was a few weeks ago. And some fans are still reeling about it. Some people are still talking about it. Um, the reaction to Hell in a Cell, initially people being upset, I had no problem with. I do think people read a little too deep into it. 
Um, and nobody really looked at the psychological aspect of it. But then, too, they put a lot of the heat and the blame on Rollins. And that's unfair. Fans were, um, you know, I heard stories about the fans spitting at him at the event. They were threatening him. They were taunting him at the um, Hell in a Cell event. Y'all heard about the riots that happened after it was over. It just seemed very over the top. Now, there were a lot of fans who, I mean, there were a lot of wrestling people who were very upset. Some of them voiced their opinion on Twitter. Others held back a little bit and waited till the heat died down. Roman Reigns basically said, yes, you can have your opinion about the show. We welcome the opinion, but there needs to be a level of respect for the competitors. And just be genuinely respectful to them as human beings. And I agree. Number one, Seth Rollins didn't write the script. He's only following what was provided for him. So he's doing what he's told and he's trying to make it into a performance. So everybody watches it and they're entertained. Number two, it's going to be angry at somebody being mad at the person who's at the head. So if Vince okay, this storyline, then that ending is on Vince. The ending is on him because he's the one who has to okay all of this shit and he makes it that way. So I don't, I'm not understanding why people were attacking Rollins. I was very confused about that. I was confused as to why fans were so mad at him, yet they showed no animosity towards Bray Wyatt. They had like Bray Wyatt was completely innocent. They showed no animosity. They showed a minor fraction of animosity towards the ref. That blew past pretty quickly. They just went solely after Rollins, which confused me. I I'm like, is it because y'all are are tired of him? And you're you're tired of watching him and he's he's you you're basically bored of him. You want to see something else. So you just took your anger out on him or do you truly blame him for the ending of this match? Y'all tell me what you're talking I, I don't blame Seth because, first of all, Seth has no control over the ending. You know, at the end of the day, these guys are athletes and they're actors. So whatever they get handed, him and Bray got handed, hey, we're going to do this, this ending. And they were, they seem to be okay with it. Or if they're not, they just went ahead and did it anyway. I'm still embarrassed by the way that these so-called fans acted. Like the grown-ass man throwing the $300 replica title on the ground. Like, how how are you taking a stand against the WWE? They already got your money, dude. So you're going to break three a $300 toy? Okay, to do you, you just wasted three hundred dollars of your own fucking money. I, I don't see. I mean, Helen Cell was what, like three weeks ago, something like that. Or yeah, yeah. Without three weeks ago, just get over it, man. It happened. Like, don't y'all have something else in your life you you have to deal with? Like, you have a job, you have a significant other, you have a family, like, it happens. You know they ain't got no pussy, Alexis, you know. They're not getting enough pussy, they're not getting enough dick, they're not getting whatever they want to get, they're not getting enough of it. You know, don't blame the ref, don't blame the athletes. And, you know, 
I'm not the the world's biggest Seth Rollins fan. Um, I like his athletic ability. I do have a Seth Rollins shirt. I don't care if because oh, so I didn't tell y'all this. So in the process of moving, I wore my Seth Rollins shirt because it was the only oh. thing I could find. It was the only thing I could find, and it was clean. So I stopped by in a gas station, and I walked in, and I'm just, you know, whatever, just grabbing energy drinks or whatever, and this guy starts yelling at me like, oh, that guy's an asshole. Why are you wearing his shirt? And I'm just like, okay, like, I didn't even, I was ignoring him because I was just like, okay, whatever. Because I didn't put two and two together. And he goes, hey, you're wearing a Seth Rollins shirt. And I'm like, me? Like, I'm just, <laughs> like, did, did, did I, like, park too close to you, dude? I'm I'm sorry. Like, I'm, I'm whatever. And he goes, and he just starts going off saying, like, I shouldn't wear that shirt. And Seth is a disgrace to the business and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, please let me just buy my Cheetos. Please let me just buy my Cheetos in peace. That like he starts what, going what, why? why why that's so weird because I was wearing a, and he went off on me it's because I was wearing a Seth Rollins t-shirt and I'm just like and I'm no because I'm thinking like this guy and he wasn't like you know he wasn't like up in my face or whatever he was like two aisles like like he saw me walk up to the line and I'm just standing there like I'm just trying to buy my monster and my cheetos and you know just leave me alone you know so i didn't i didn't engage or anything he just starts yelling at me and he's like all this stuff and the guy behind the counter is like what the hell is going on i said look he's a wrestler there's some bullshit that happened last show don't don't worry about it and like this guy was just start yelling and screaming calling me a cunt that i should you know that i'm not a real wrestling fan was fan. And I, oh, he, he called, no. Whatever. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> Fuck that. The moment you call me the C word, I'm whooping your ass. All them shells would have been turned over. Motherfuckers would have went to jail that day. I'm sorry. No, no you don't even fucking know me. I, like, I was just standing laughing the entire time. I was laughing because all I was thinking about I'm gonna go buy me was a the shirt. <laughs> so i'm just i ignore them i'm laughing like i'm just straight up laughing like i walk out the damn the damn store laughing my ass off because i'm like i just met a neck like i just met one of those guys who wear the bullet club shirts and don't wear actual deodorant who live in their mom's basement so this guy follows me out of the store and i turn around i look at him i said he was coming when out of the store, he's still yelling at me. I turned around, I looked at him, I said, look, you caught me on a good day, because if you called me a cunt again, I'll rip your damn balls off. I said, it's wrestling. Get, get over it. And I got in my car on my left. I'm just like, this dude, this, he was gonna this get is why I want a gun. Sure. This is why I want a gun, but Gerard won't let me get one. He don't want to let <laughs> me get no beats. Because he... <laughs> If you don't call me on my name and then you follow me out the store, I got the right to shoot your motherfucking ass because you threatening me. I, that's I threatening. Like- you followed me out of the store to chastise me about a shirt that I'm wearing. I was Are laughing. you serious? 
I was laughing the entire damn time because I'm just like, are you fucking for real? Like, because I was like, because the, the guy by the gas station was like, do you need me to walk you out or blah, blah, blah? Because people in the gas station who didn't, weren't wrestling fans, they're just like, they yeah, see they this guy yelling at this, yelling at this girl because of a shirt she's wearing. And I'm just like, no, nah, I'm cool, man. I'm cool. You know, whatever. Like, I just, you know, because. I was, to be honest, I wasn't even processing it because I was just like, move, 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 move. Like, that was all that was on my on my mind at the time. Like, to be honest, I completely forgot about Hell in a Cell, like, that entire time. And um, I was just like, okay, whatever. The, the fact that he followed me out, and I'm just like, and I'm laughing, and I'm just like, because uh, um, I told Daryl, and he goes, well, why were you laughing? I said, because these were the same exact guys not two days ago, me, Tiff, and Nicole were going on about being the reason why wrestling fans are still looked at like fucking idiots. This guy just freaking proved my point. And you gotta understand, I live in Tennessee, so one out of three people already have a gun on them at some point in time, and I had a freaking huge knife in my, uh, because I was moving knives in my kitchenware and stuff, so I had a big-ass, like, cleaver sitting in my front seat so if shit went sideways i would have just grabbed that but the sideways part was when he followed you out the store i was cool until you said he followed you out the store i I got a problem with yeah because that's scary yeah because i got a problem with that because first of all it's not like you you stayed in the store and y'all was going back and forth and arguing and even if you did who the fuck are you to be following me out of the store? You don't know what I got. Now, if I had to turn around and shot your motherfucking ass, you'd be dead. Yeah. Dead. And I would have been well within my rights to shoot you because you was threatening me. Period. Like, yeah. I don't like that shit. I'm telling you right now, I'm I'm not the one. I'm going to wear what the fuck I want to wear. She can wear what she want to wear. If she want to put on, I, and you know what? Real talk. I don't get mad at people who wearing Trump shirts and Trump hats. If that's what you want to wear, that is fine. I don't have nothing to do with what you pay for and put on your body. As long as you ain't coming at me on no bullshit, I don't care what you do. He didn't have no right to say nothing to you about nothing you had on. Because he didn't pay for it. He ain't doing nothing about He ain't doing nothing with your daughter. He not with you. He not taking care of your family. He should have minded his fucking business. I'd have been in his ass if that had been me. They had to pull me out the stove. Probably would have went to jail trying to fight him. I didn't care, man, because if you tried anything, I mean, the, you know, gas station attendant, he was a really sweet guy. If you're listening to this, because I kind of told him about the podcast, too. If you're listening to this, dude, you are a, you're a sweetheart. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for looking out for me. Um, <laughs> Even though he didn't watch wrestling, I kind of dropped a, I was like, oh yeah, you know, me and my friends have a wrestling podcast. We were talking about this kind of shit. And, and uh, you know, it's just like, you're gonna, it's wrestling, dude. Like, you don't see me going after people wearing fucking AJ style shit or, you know, like, I don't give a fuck. Like, you paid for it. It's your, like, whatever. I was just like, nah, whatever. I'm not dealing with this today. I guess I was kind of so, like my my husband calls it my uh, my Moxley mode, where it's like if I just don't really give a shit until like now this thing is yeah you got all mad that he followed you 
my thing is, if you grabbed me, then we were going to have a problem, and then I was going to lay your motherfucking ass out. And then got my cigarettes, get my Cheetos, and be on my merry little way. I just <laughs> so, don't like it. It just is too many variables to where things could have went left. Don't follow me out the store. Don't follow me chastising me about no fucking shirt. Because when I whoop your ass, then you really going to be crying. I'm, I'm des- that really, that pissed me off. Because I don't like that. And it's like not even either. a sexist thing, but you, you a woman. I could see if you was a dude and he was, y'all was going back and forth and he arguing, but you a lady and he should have treated you like one. That's fucking disrespectful. Like I said, man, I was just in my mox mode. I just wanted my cigarettes, my Cheetos and my monster. And that's all I really wanted. And you know, this guy, it was just like, it's a shirt. Like, did you pay for it? No. Am I your ex-girlfriend wearing your shit? No. Why the fuck are you worried about it? And it's just because he was mad about Seth. And I'm like, you want to talk about wrestling, dude? I'll sit here and I'll go back and forth with you and, and point out why you're overreacting. But um, you want to... Why can't you want to come cool? Like, can I try to... Mm. What did you say, Nicole? Well, why can't he be cool? And then we can like, I'll just get this little tidbit, and we can move on. Why can't he be cool? There, I don't. There, like, there's like a decent amount of us is wrestling, but I haven't seen like a lot of like wrestling fans are not within like the school I attend or within like that type of community. So, like, why can't you? I honestly think somebody from NXT, somebody who works for NXT, lives in my city. Oh. I know that's really cool. weird. It's because I was out downtown and NXT doesn't have a lot of products that are just NXT. Right. If that makes sense. Um, he had on a zip um he had on a zip up and had NXT on the shoulder. And I was looking at it and I was like, and I think he was and I I don't know if I know he probably thought it was weird because I was staring at it. And I didn't want to be like, oh, like, because I was like, the only time I've ever seen those hoodie, those zip ups have been on talent. They're, they've never been online anywhere. Oh. So, and I know, and that's the same thing with um, a lot of NXT UKs. I really want the NXT, like the shirt that a lot of them wear on TV, NXT UK, but they won't, don't sell that specific one online i think that's specifically for talent and they do that for some things for normal nxt and i was like oh and so but also this is besides the point so i was out i don't know what i was out and i was i was drunk already and i seen this guy (laughs) across the street i literally seen this i was with my friends like my my regular friends and i seen this guy with a velveteen dream shirt on and then I was like, NXT. And then he started. And then there was like some random person that was all the way down on the other street heard us. And we were all, th- and then he started chanting NXT. <laughs> so we were all <laughs> chanting Aww. NXT while we were going into the bar. And my friends are like, what is, like, what? Like, they were just so confused. <laughs> and then. And it was just, and also, um, I, I was out, I kind of, so I modified one of my shirts, my, um, Jay White shirt, 
Bullet Club shirt, and I had someone come up to me, and they're like, oh, that's really cool. And I was like, okay. It's like, oh, I like Jay White. And I was like saying that they were trying to talk to me about New Japan. I was like, I only watch a certain extent of New Japan. But, <laughs> yeah, like, like, why can't he be like those people? Like, why can't you, why couldn't he be like the drunk people I saw and we just chanted NXT until we got into what our bar that we were going to? And you were like 95% of wrestling fans who I've met, they it's been cool, man. Like, when I went up to that uh, music festival in Ohio this summer, um, I met, like, there were a bunch of people walking around wearing wrestling shirts, and I was just like, oh, cool shirt, man, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, talk to them, and they're like, oh, you're from Knoxville. That's where Kane is. He's your mayor, right? I was like, yeah, you know, like, you know, and we were just having a good old time and, you know, listening to punk music and talking about wrestling, but it's like, there's always that 5% that just have to be douchebags. And you know what? Honestly, dude, if you listen to this podcast, um, you didn't ruin my day. In fact, you kind of made me laugh about it for the rest of my, for the rest of the day, because you were just being a stupid idiot. And, and um, I hope you get a life. So I'm going to tell you, right? I'm going I'm to say this and then we can move on. If I'm with Alexis, <laughs> and you start yelling at her about her shirt, she don't have to do nothing. Because I will bust your ass. I don't care if I'm with Nicole, Alexis, or any of my other people. You start coming at her in a threatening way, and I see it, it's going to be on. And I'm going straight hood on your ass and just fuck you up. I don't play that shit. I don't like it. It's disrespectful. Mind your fucking business. Period. Don't be worried about what people got on. If you ain't got nothing, nothing nice to say, then keep that shit to yourself, bro. Because you don't know what people got. You don't know what people be doing. And nowadays, people get shot for less. Pretty much. Ain't but... no room for error. If you can't be a gentleman and just be like, oh, I like your shirt, then get your ass up on somewhere. Don't be coming at people like that. Because if it had to be somebody else, you wouldn't have did no dude like that. But you came at her, and she's the woman. That shit is mad disrespectful. It's disrespectful. Like, don't do nobody like that. Just mind your damn business. I just thought it was funny, because it's not even, like, shit, dude. Like, not even, like, three, two days after we were talking about the way these got these these so-called fans are. I Like, that happens, and I'm just like, this just goes to show that this is why wrestling fans can't have nice things like you guys are legit mad and i don't understand why bray got away got free it's always just seth and you know i feel bad for for seth rollins fans when you know they're online and they say yeah i like seth because the next thing you know they're getting attacked in the comments section and i'm just like and i'm always like you know what and they're like oh you know why do you like Seth? You have shitty taste in wrestlers. And I'm like, well, you know, and I just actually told one of them one day, I said, you know what, man, I'm a, I'm a John Moxley slash Dean Ambrose fan. You're a, you're a, uh, I go, you know, we're, we're cool, man. Like, you know, like if we, you know, I was in some forum and I'm like, yeah, you know, he's a cool guy. He listens to a lot of good bands. Like I'm, you're not, you seem like you're an okay person. I don't know you personally, but you're not acting a fool like these people, but I just don't, I mean, people are attacking him, the ref, everybody, but it's just like you guys realize this is scripted, right? Like this isn't this isn't a, a, a secret anymore. 
the outcomes are planned, dude. Like, what, what is the disconnect here? I just want to know. And, you know, don't, don't harass me when I'm buying my monster because you never know if I need it or really need it or not. <laughs> oh, people are special, dude. Very. People All right. are special. Let's move on before I get mad again. Cause that really made me angry. <laughs> that really pissed me off. <laughs>